It's going down right now. Oh, we've been waiting on this one right here. I'm talking about award-winning author, Anna Nayakana. What's up, Queen? Good evening, good evening, King, and all my queens tuning in. How is everyone? Everybody, everybody is good. Everybody is good. I'm glad that you are good. You know what I'm saying? With with uh, everything that's <laughs> that's going on. I mean, you know, I'm kind of at a loss for words on certain things. Um, but I'm glad that we we were able to um, to get this interview in because this is this one right here is different, you know, and um, it really it really means a lot. And I'm grateful um, for this amazing opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm excited and I'm grateful you know, in light of everything and the chaos that's going on in this world and all the rage and all the hate and all the pain, um, it can't stop us from promoting positive change and continuing our mission. So if anything, it actually fuels me and my Nyazuri mission to keep spreading diversity, representation, and self-love to all the young readers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's, um, you know, um, because I, I got I got a lot of... Um, I got a lot of fan email in for you as well too. You know, okay. it was um, you know a lot of a lot of a lot of interesting questions because um, a lot of people a lot of people love you um, as an individual, and they oh. love the love and the energy that you um, give to the world. Oh, thank you for that. And everybody gravitate to it. So I got like, man, I got I got over fifty uh fifty emails in, fan emails in with questions. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm gonna try to get to a few of them. I highlighted <laughs> I highlighted a few of them, but um, shout out to everybody who actually um, sent in fan email to my special guest. Um, we're very very grateful for that. Now, I, you Thank know, you, and quick shout out also to the Nyazuri tribe. So all those people that you probably don't recognize on your live, they're coming in, they're going hard for me. So thank you all for supporting me from day one. Shout out to the tribe! Shout, shout out, out to the, to the tribe. tribe! Man, always holding it down. It's nothing like getting that love, I tell you. Nothing like it. You know, now, um, when, when, when I started to... Um, to to dive into to your story and your background you know it, it was it was really mind-blowing to me you know um you know being being born in berlin germany you know i would like to start there though because um that's different and i would like to know you know what that experience was like growing up um over there Absolutely. So I'll take you all the way, all the way back. Like you said, I was born in Berlin, Germany in 1986. My father's from Uganda, which is in East Africa. And my mother's from Moldova, which is in East Europe. But her father was German, so hence why we were there. Um, it had the most uh, current society that was uplifting to the people at the time, believe it or not. And uh, Germany was great. Berlin is full of culture, it's full of art, and I actually grew up with 
nothing but kids and family and neighbors that were like me. I have a very diverse family. So none of us looked like each other, but we all learned and we all loved and respected each other. Right. Very harsh contrast when I actually immigrated to the U.S. Everything was very black and white here in the 90s. I grew up in Stanford, Connecticut, and I basically had to choose sides, and I was very confused and didn't know what I was supposed to do because outside of the U.S., we embrace culture, we embrace ethnicity, and here is just one or the other. At one box or the other box, and I could never, I never knew what box to color in, you know? I never knew what box to color in when they gave you that sheet at school, so it was a, it was a big journey for me as a woman, and um, come to find out, as I developed in experiences that I, I embraced being a woman of color and everything that that came with was having the confidence becoming fearless and those things that I may have not had as a child that actually instilled in my main character Naya Zuri because she is a fearless heroine <laughs> and she's leaving the pack that she's not doing her life she's quite amazing right now um you know the thing you, you, you're multi-talented and um what I wanted to know was, you know, was some of that talent um, inspired and filtered through any other family members within uh, within your family? Because, I mean, um, you know, your musical side, um, I thought also <laughs> was amazing. Um, I went checked out, you know, it's Thank so you. much footage, so much music. And I, I just, you know, I had to ask that because um, I just think that that's super dope, even being, uh, you know, an amazing author, but at the same time, um, an amazing artist and, and writer. So can, can, you know, can we talk about that a little bit? Um, is it any, anybody else in the family, mom, dad, cousins, or anybody else who, who had that musical gift as well? Oh, well, thank you for that. Yeah, so my mother actually is a musical talent in the family. She plays like six different instruments. Oh, wow. um, growing up, I grew up in the church singing. So I put in a lot of hours at an early age. Um, I took classical piano, guitar, and clarinet. And I put in my 10,000 plus hours of songwriting. And by the time I was in my 20s, I was doing music. And I did it hard. And I did it to the level that I could do at the time. And, you know, something shifted and something pivoted. And I wanted to have a message bigger. And I wanted to try something different. I, You know, I have two small children. And I wanted to create something that actually strikes at the hearts and the minds of the youth. And that's where this idea of Nyazuri came from. And I feel that all of the hours and the time that I put into songwriting, into performing on stages, large and small, and public speaking, all of those things skilled me to do what I do today. You know, now, um, I, I just... I think that that's amazing, but I can't let you run away from me now. I got to bring you back. Because I, you know, I'm not going to let you run away from me. I got my hands on you now, so I'm, I'm, I'm pulling you back because we're going to okay. I'm pulling you back because, you know, that, you know, you, you accomplish things within um, doing music, which, you know, I think that's just incredible um, to, to move on Thank to you. another space bigger. But at the same time, you know, you still release the self title album in 2007 which is a major accomplishment you know what i'm saying also a hit single just a day you know won the starbuck music makers competition you know yeah I, I just for, for the inspiring artists out there you know i want to i want to you know sprinkle that in a little bit and, and and get your you know get your thoughts on that as well because that's an accomplishment and i love the song oh. by the way <laughs> 
Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I definitely encourage my fellow artists. I've always been independent thinking. So even when I was doing music, I wanted to have full control over my rights, over my music, where it was played. Um, I mean, I would even set up my own music equipment. So it didn't matter if I was performing at wow. SOBs. I would come with my PA system. I'd come with my mic, my piano, my guitar. I'd do everything myself. Um, you know, I'd be in the studio with the engineers mixing everything down. I wouldn't just let people do everything for me. Um, I wouldn't let other people style me. I try to pick up my styles and, you know, collaborate with people and definitely bring in different creatives. But I've always been independent thinking, so I definitely want to give a message to all the artists that are tuned in and all the artists that you highlight to continue to work on your craft, sharpen yourself, stay true to yourselves in your mission and your vision for what you want to do with your music and the impressions that you wanted to make because music has the power to hit at the heart of people, right? Awesome. Like Bob Marley says, you know, when, when the music hits, you feel no pain and it can really transform people and, and bring and unify people and what better time now than ever to create a body of work such as music that can really unite all of us. Right, you know, and, and, and it's amazing that um, that you say that. You know, having that drive, um, has that always been something that has, you know, because we got to go back to childhood. Was that something that was mm -hmm. in, installed and invested in you um, from your parents, or was that something that you picked up throughout your own struggle in life? So it is both, Kevin. Uh, like I said, Coming from an immigrant family, all we know is hard work, day in and day out. My parents are college educated, but when we came to the States, the U.S. said that their degrees were no good and they'd have to go back to school, right? So my parents couldn't do that. they just pick up any odd end job that they could. My father's engineer, he became a butcher, right? My mother's a biologist. She started sewing and babysitting and, you know, cleaning floors, whatever needs to get done. So all I know is that hard work mentality, that nothing is going to get done for me unless I do it for myself, day in and day out. I had this motto like hashtag no days off. I don't really know what a day off is because my passion just keeps me fueled and there's so much that I want to do. And in addition to my parents' amazing work ethic and just seeing how much they also had to struggle, you know, I did grow up in the projects. We didn't have a lot of resources, so it forced me to be creative. It forced me to be resourceful because we didn't have the resources and to not make excuses that there's always like that hustle mentality. There's always a way to do it. If maybe you don't know how to, let's say, get booked in a certain arena, right. does that mean you give up? No, you contact one person who maybe knows one person. You email, you call, you text, you page, you send flyers, you send press kits, and you, you are relentless. So right. I don't quite know any other way to be besides <laughs> being relentless and being so focused and in my path my passion like I said there's just there's too much that I want to do and there's too much of an impact that I can't I can't stop <laughs> right, right I mean I, I love that Vibe Show 97.9. Man, we just in here vibing out with my very special guest, Ananaya Kana. Y'all make sure y'all keep it locked. We coming back. We got a lot more stuff to talk about, man. Let's get into that Queen Fina alive. Ooh. What's up, everybody? It's ABO, and you're listening to my man Kano the Don on Vibe 97.9 FM.
with my special guest, the one and only Ananaya Kana, award-winning author. Man, this is what I want to know. Now, you know, with, <laughs> with much success, you know, in music, um, I, I mean, like, most per, most people would have continued um, yeah. on, on that path um, and, and continued to fuel that passion um, with the music side. But, you know, you, you did take another route because, like you said, you wanted something bigger um, and, and something, I guess... Um, would you say more meaningful? I would have to say more meaningful okay. because at the end of the day, I want to leave this world better than when I first entered it. Right, right. And I can't think of a better way personally than to inspire the youth. Right. So, you know, writing, you know, being, you know, becoming an, an uh, um, um, award-winning, uh, not just an author, but an award-winning <laughs> author. I mean, let's 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 not let's be clear. Let's be clear here. You know, award-winning now. Um, I, I mean, like, what what inspired that? What inspired you to um, want to 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 go that route and to be able to create something? so phenomenal and, and, and something that really, really touched and inspired so many people. Like, what inspired that? Well, Kevin, like I said, when I first came to the U.S., I couldn't speak any English, right? So I don't have an accent now. There's no way to tell. But I was in ESL classes, which is English as a second language, for about four years. So really? the entirety... Yeah, Ooh, the entirety went out to Oh, my God. You, <laughs> flow. <laughs> you flow now. Man, I'm fluent. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, my parents could never afford to buy me any books. And I would always take books from the library at school and bring them home and read and learn and practice my vocabulary. Right. right. Once again, that strong work ethic of you get out what you put in. Right. But what I kept encountering was the fact that I could never find anyone on the cover that looked like me. Mm. And it was so discouraging. I could only find boys or I could only find a certain race of boys or even animals. But there was no girl, let alone a black girl on the cover. So it was very confusing. It didn't really help with the journey of learning self-love at a young age. That never left me. That feeling, that void never left me. So when I started thinking about what type of impact I want to make on the youth, what type of story do I want to write, I knew exactly what it was going to be. It was going to be a story that focused on representation. Not only was it going to be representation because of different cultures and races, but also because I have a heroine, I have a girl, right? So shout out to all my girls locked in right now, all my fearless leaders, all my fearless heroines. And at the same time, I want it to be an educational resource because my overall goal is not just to sell millions of books. It's actually to get the books implemented in the curriculum of schools. Right. Wow. Because now at least I know that children have an opportunity to hear the story, to learn the Nyazari story, especially if they were in the same situation that I was in, where my parents couldn't afford to buy me any books. All I could do was get the books in the library at my school. Right, right. So, you know, now, Naya Zuri and the Pharaoh's throne, 
Yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the title, because um, I thought that it was like, it really, it. I was thinking that it was one thing. I thought that it was two books at first. Mm-hmm. And you talked, you was like, oh, it's just one, it's just one long title. It's two and one, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, where did, where did you, where did you get the name from? So the name came about from the storyline. I knew that to do my ancestors and my family proud, the first thing I had to do was bring it back to Africa, right? Mm. So I did some research and I discovered that right in the age range of the kids in the schools in elementary school and like third, between third and fifth grade, that they're studying ancient Egypt. I thought that was interesting. And I built upon that because most children don't even know that Egypt is in Africa. They think it's in the Middle East. Right. So the whole storyline of Naya's during the Fair of Throne and the whole mission for the series that the kids go back in time through the use of a mystical map and they find other kids from history and help them with some sort of conflict or problem, right? Mm. So who better than Prince Tut? Most people don't know Prince Tut actually became Pharaoh at the age of eight. Wow. So I have him going back, connecting with Tut and having him overcome his fear of rule because now he goes from child prince to a feral overnight and all the things that um, that are involved in that that obstacle. Mm. Now, um, you know, with 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 education, um, you know, I, I, and and I just want to just not to off subject, but um, I'm just reflecting on what you're saying, and at the same time, I'm tying it in with. Um, the generation, the kids in this generation that we're in right now, because it was a little different with us. You know, they yeah. still had a lot of a lot of these things going on, but it wasn't as far out in the front like it is. Right, right now. wasn't as exposed. Yeah, you know, and 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 um, it's it really saddens me um that you know they they are growing up um being exposed with it so much out in the front now and i just want to get your um your take because you do a lot with um our youth and i just want to get your perspective on um what's 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 happening right now and how how is it affecting you mentally well, brother, thank you for asking about my mental state. It's definitely been a roller coaster. Um, I mean, it's been a roller coaster for months, three years for for many of us. Uh, but just lately, just in the past two or three months, yeah. my God, can we get a break from these right. atrocities? Right. Um, it's weighed on me so much. Actually, today I jumped on a virtual town hall. Shout out to the Essence, uh, the princess from the Bronx. And uh, we jumped on a town hall with, with a ton of people, political leaders, um, creatives, educators, authors like myself to talk about how can we unify our voices to come out with some sort of strategic plan to make a difference. And honestly, Kevin, it's, it's been so heartbreaking. And I had to kind of step away from social media for a couple of days. I called uh, I called a friend of mine down in Maryland. Her name is Michelle Turner. She's an incredible, talented artist. And I took a selfie and I sent it to her on, I believe, Wednesday. And I said, listen, I need you to take this selfie and I need you to put your spin on it, your creative spin, and somehow turn this into a piece of artwork that can express what we're going through right now. So you guys can check that out on my page. It started trending and the whole point 
of the artwork was to inspire people to unify more now than ever. That's what we need is unification. And that if we unify, instead of just breaking up into raging mobs, that we can actually create some positive change because what they want us to do is just be rageful and angry and not actually have discussions that can create some sort of plan to implement. Right. So that was one way of how I could use my voice. And the second way of how I'm using my voice and I'm really taking all of this as fuel because these individuals lost not only their voices, but they lost their lives. So how can I speak for them? How can I make sure that this doesn't continue on to the children that they left behind, the family, the friends that they left behind? I can continue to work. So what's the work? Bringing representation to the classroom, bringing diversity to the classroom. You know, Naya Zuri is not just a girl. It's not just a character and it's not just a book. It's actually a way of thinking. It's a message. Naya Zuri means beautiful purpose in Swahili. And I teach all of my young readers to live and walk in their purpose. And I don't know how much time we have until the commercial break, but I definitely would love to share those gems and what those fundamental truths are and what I'm doing to instill them into youth read the better tomorrow absolutely well i'll tell you what let's go on and go to this break right now we'll come back and we'll dive right into that immediately vibe show 97.9 we are just in here really we about to go in we finna go deep i'm telling you right now if you jump off the live right now i'm giving you a sneak peek of this exclusive don't go nowhere stay locked in we getting ready to talk about some stuff man don't go nowhere y'all come back it's the vibe show 97.9 When we were young, understanding our place and where we fit in. Black men in the country of hate and stuff again. My mama told me my last name, fake, was something given. Black parents torn from black children. No mistake, it's the same world we still live in. Want to fake smiles, make America great, debate, dominate all the airways. Meanwhile, my people still struggling. Psychological pain remain past the other men. Women, even children within the womb's crucible. Black skin, black hair, our flair undisputable. I love my blackness down in my cuticles. My woman not the usual, black is beautiful, black is beautiful, black as the race, fist be giant, Carlos or Tommy Smith, black as underground railroads without a train, you know what I'm saying, sing it out loud without delay, without delay, without delay, these people, still stand on something more inside, is our history, I'm just here to tell you black is beautiful, so Negro spiritual b-boy poems from Jill Scott to Gil Scott. Black card acquired, my black can't be bought or borrow. It's God inspired to be black in America. It's a constant state of rage. We just trying to elevate like cellular data rates. Black like magic, the combo of all colors. Even when they don't want us, remember God. Man, 
That was Marcel P. Black with Black is Beautiful. Back with my special guest, the one and only, Ananaya Connor, man. We are in here going in. Yes, yes. So now let's 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 talk about this now because um I really enjoy talking to you. I really, really do. I enjoy it too, brother. <laughs> you know, so let's 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 go on and dive into this. All right, so I think we left off of talking about what these fundamental truths are. Right. So I have the pleasure and the honor to be able to go into schools, both here in my state and the tri-state, and also through virtual visits, right? I've actually been to Louisiana. I've been to Texas, you know, and I've been to Kansas, but just through a virtual platform. Right. And the whole purpose of me wanting to go into the schools is to be able to connect with kids one-on-one. And yes, I'm brought into the prestigious schools and the ones that have all the resources, but how about the schools that I went to, the ones in the gutter that nobody cares about? Those are the schools I actually volunteer my time with because at the end of the day, no one ever cared about us. No one ever came and checked us. No one ever came and told us that we could be leaders and that we were worth something, that we were valuable. All of society was telling us that we didn't amount to anything and that we would never amount to anything. So that's where my passion, my feel comes from. So when I go into the schools and I talk about the book and I do exit readings and so on and so forth, more importantly, I aim to instill the Nyazuri fundamental truth. So let's hit these truths. Number one, don't chase your dreams, walk in your dreams. Oh my God. You say, okay, well, what does that mean? Right? We always tell our kids to dream big, dream big. You could do whatever you want to be in life. Right. Yes, that's a great motivation. That's a great motto. But let's take it a step further. Don't just dream. Let's come up with a plan and let's implement. Let's come up with goals every day. Come up with an outcome list. Start actually taking those steps and walking your dreams now. Mm. Okay, truth number two. Always bet on yourself. No one else is going to invest in you. No one else is going to get behind you until you get behind yourself. Until you elevate and you believe in yourself. Only would be a massive follow. So always bet on yourself. Number three, never dim your light. Okay, you need to radiate magnificently. Don't be afraid if you're going to outshine your best friend or your or your family member or someone else who's trying to do the same thing as you. You need to shine bright. Mm. Number four, overcome your fears. This could be a fear of anything. Personally, when I was starting on the publishing journey, I went to all the big time publishers. You know, and when you submit a manuscript, you actually usually have to wait like a year, a year and a half before you submit anywhere else because they need time to go through so on and so forth. I had such a fear of rejection that it took me almost six months to a year to even get to that step. Really? And I realized that I was standing in my own way because fear has a way of paralyzing you. It will paralyze you and stop you from even beginning. Right, you have to shoot your shot. There is no way you're going to even make the shot if you don't shoot it. Right. So overcome your fear, try. whatever right. that is. Wow, I love that. And number five, and this is the last one, nothing is impossible. Mm. It may seem that way, maybe certain situation that you're in. Hey, look at the, the current state of the world, right? But nothing is impossible. Just because it hasn't been done before doesn't mean that it's impossible. You can be the first. You know how many people told me I was crazy to want to get on the Karen Hunter show on Sirius XM or that I was crazy thinking I could win an award for for my book or win an award for being just a a citizen in the community doing things? Right. 
listen, you you have to think big. You've got to dream big. You've got to implement it. And you have to tell yourself that you can be the first. You can change that narrative. Mm, man. <laughs> I definitely got to clap it up on that right there. Look, I, I need to, look, I'm writing this stuff down now because I'm, I'm utilizing this myself. I, 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 yes, need, to, I yes, need to get listen, number one. Give me number one again. Kids. Give me number one again. Yes, these are not for the kids. Just for the kids. This is for everybody. Everybody. Right. Number one, don't chase your dreams. Okay, okay, hold up. Walk hold in up, your hold dreams. Up, hold up. Don't chase your dreams. Walk. Walk in your dream. Walk in your dream. Okay, in your dream. Don't chase your dreams. Walk in your dreams. Number two, always bet on yourself. Number yes. three, never, never dim, dim your, your lights. lights. Number four, overcome your fears. And number mm-hmm. five, nothing is impossible. Ooh. Nothing is impossible, brother. Nothing is impossible. Wow. If you can think it, it can be done. You know what? The only difference between a thought and it being done is action. You know what? My my uh you 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 basically answered my uh my my next question. Let's jump into okay. a couple of these fan questions, man. Time just never on your side. Um, oh, all right. Now, Let's okay. see what they have. Let's go to um I got a Carol from Richmond. Richmond, a Carol from Richmond. And she she wanted to know Wait a minute. She she wanted to know um, how complicated is it to to write a book. So it depends on the individual. You don't have to overcomplicate things. You can come up with a very simple process, and then you can even work with other people if you need that help to get to the next step. Mm. And everybody's writing process is different. Some people can sit down and just knock out two thousand words. Other people, maybe it's just a sentence a day. As long as you're working towards your story, whatever that story is, that's what's important. So it doesn't have to be complicated. I'm very visual. That's why I love creating a lot of different visual uh, content. So I actually started with an outline, just a bubble chart. I put Naya Zuri. I figured out my main character. I circled her name on a piece of paper. And then I started figuring out her relationship. What are the other characters? Then I started figuring out the storyline. Well, what do I want? the story to be where I want them to go and then what's the overall message I'm trying to do with the book mm. and that's how I actually started writing neither in the wow um let's see here we got a okay I've got another question here from a Daryl Daryl from uh Japan Wow. Wanted to know, um, will you ever sing again? So basically, I guess record another uh, project. <laughs> Konnichiwa. So uh, thank you, Daryl from Japan. You know, I still sing every day. I still have actually a studio in my basement with my production space. It's never left me. Mm. It's still a part of me. I definitely do not uh, push it out of uh, an opportunity in the future to do. I was actually singing on a live last night, um, just singing for all the mothers right now that are um, that are heartbroken, bearing their children. Right. And you know, it, it's always going to be a part of me. And I, that door is not closed. Okay. Um, let's do let's do two more. Um, let's see. I got. Okay, I got a champagne, champagne from Boston. All right, champagne, Boston in the house. Champagne from Boston. She 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 wanted to know um, how do you get how do you juggle everything um, 
she said basically i guess she's asking uh because it's kind of long I, i'm now i'm paraphrasing how do you, how, <laughs> okay, how no do you are you are you a single mother how do you juggle um everything that you do oh let's see i am very uh, disciplined i think that's the easiest way to explain it um i have a certain schedule and i stick to that schedule right every morning take care of my sons first then I jump into my outcomes list. I literally have a notebook. It's nothing fancy. It's just a notebook from Staples. Every week, every day, I work on my outcomes, whatever those are. Boom, I usually have 10 for the whole week and then steps underneath each one of what I need to do. And then I have a big whiteboard and I put all my monthly outcomes and my monthly goals on that and that whiteboard. That way I can see what is it that I'm working towards and what is it that I need, I need to keep thinking about and keep in the forefront of my mind as I'm working towards these things. There's no magical formula. <laughs> I just continually multitask. Thankfully, God's given me the skill of being very great at multitasking. Just today, actually, I kicked off day one of my Nyazuri virtual summer camp. I was so excited to connect with my campers. And then, of course, I'm juggling that with my boys. And then I jumped on a virtual town hall. And now I jumped on this. You know, you, you find a way. You lean on your people as you can. And you, you try to work ahead and, and prepare as much as you can, whether it means your, you know, your kids are eating dinner 30 minutes early so you can do something else where, when it's quiet. Because you know when they're eating, they're quiet. It's usually yeah, the only yeah, you time. You already know that. But you figure out a schedule. And some days it's chaotic. But what are you going to do? You know, don't let that distract you and discourage you from continuing whatever work it is that you want to do or get into whatever passion it is that you have. You have a story, you have a talent, you have a passion. Share it with the world. We need it. Wow. Okay, let's do one more. Uh, we got a, okay, we got a Tiffany from San Antonio. Tiffany from San Antonio wants to know, do you ever think that life as we knew it will ever go back to that Tiffany life will never go back to what we knew it was even before the current chaos even before the quarantine I think everyone is going to have not normal but a new normal right. and that's just the reality of what it is Absolutely. all of this uh, physical distancing it's not so much social distancing right we're also connected online different different methods and outlets it's really just a physical distancing and now you kind of have to be paranoid you know as the as the outside world opens up a lot of states and towns and cities are opening you know are opening their, their, their doors to people um, but you have to kind of be mindful and, and, and conscious of that and even in light of all the atrocities that have been happening against the black community, I feel that it's forcing us to have the hard discussions right now. Right. We are just at a tipping point. We are at a tipping point and people are so hurt. We just cannot take another strike. We can't. Now is the time that change needs to happen. Now more than ever. So I don't think that life is going to go back to normal it will be a new normal and hopefully people are more conscious and more aware of social issues and what they can do to actually make a difference absolutely all right, we're going to have to jump off the live because Instagram will delete your whole live so we got to get off the live but we want to um the the actual uh full interview will be available maybe tonight it may be public tonight maybe tomorrow you will get the full yes. interview i'm sorry i love y'all um but we gotta shut it down i don't want to lose this this one is very important to me i love y'all we're gonna repost this thing now you stay with me 
I'm staying. I'm staying. All right. Okay, so now we are off the IG and we are still on the air. Okay, so now, um, okay, we, 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 we got our fan questions in. Um, let's go ahead on and put those social platforms out there and ways that people can um, connect with you. Uh, they can get the book um, and, and any other um, ways that they need to connect with you to um, be connected to this type of energy. Um, let's plug them up and put that out there. All right, let's plug them up. So we'll start with my website, www.ananayakana.com. You can get my book from there. Parents and teachers can download free resources. I'm talking worksheets, coloring pages, crossword puzzles, whatever you need, especially during this time of virtual learning. Get it all on my website. Learn about me. Stay connected with me. Socially, at Naya, N-I-Y-A-H, Zuri, Z-U-R-I. You can find me everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, so on and so on and so forth, into the universe. So thank you so much for connecting with me and stay connecting with me. Absolutely. Um, now, I got to ask you um, to... Um, with uh, what's what what's next? You know, we, you you got an amazing book out there. Um, you know, you're doing uh, community work. You know, you're 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 really active here with trying to spread spread love and 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 unity and 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 bring people together and touch and inspire people. Um, no, thank you. What's 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 next? That is a big question, and I have a lot of answers to them. And uh, every well-adjusted business owner knows that we don't give all our secrets out, right? Some things we have to sit on. But I will lightly touch on a few things. The biggest thing right now that's actually happening within the next couple of weeks is I am re-releasing Niazuri in the Ferris Zone. The official second edition is coming out on June 13th. Keep an eye out. This is an exclusive. I'm dropping it here right now. Second edition, Niazuri in the Ferris Zone. It's actually been out for a few years, and I have been wanting to reformat it. I've been wanting to update it, and I'm actually going to release it as an e-book and practically give it away for free at a certain time on the 13th. So stay locked in. There'll be more information on that. It's been very exciting to work on that. Um, I have a couple of secret projects, a very artistic project project um, with the same artist I mentioned earlier, Mache Turner. Shout out to you down in Baltimore, Maryland. We have an amazing project that will be coming out soon. And then some great content that's actually going to be released under my medium production company, Naya Zuri Studio. So that you will definitely have to wait on. I have to keep my lip sealed on it. Don't try to get it out of me, Kevin. Don't try to get it out of me. <laughs> but definitely more things coming out. And we can't forget, book number two will be coming out in the coming months. Naya Zuri and the Mind Eclipse. The adventure continues. I love it. Um, now you do know that I, I just, time is never on our side, man. I hate this. You know. know one thing, you know, you got to come back on here again. Yes, absolutely. I would love to. Your listeners are amazing. Your platform is amazing. Thank you for spreading positive vibes. Thank you so much. Um, let's, can we, can we leave them with some closing remarks before we get out of here? Um, anything be, with everything going on, anything, um, just words of uplift, uh, encouragement, um, just anything you can, you can give them before we get out of here. Absolutely. I would be honored. First and foremost, let me just give my, my love 
to everyone that has, and anyone that has lost anyone. Um, thankful to everybody that's in the streets, using their voices. Thank you to everyone that's at home, using their platforms, talking with amongst their families. Uh, I really want to encourage parents and educators right now. I feel that you have a, not only an opportunity, but a responsibility. We have to strike at the minds of the youth while they're pure, before any malice and prejudices take hold and plant that seed of ignorance. We need to expose them to cultures that are different than their own. Teach them love, respect, and empathy. Shout out to all my authors that are also creating diverse bodies of work. Please continue highlighting our story. And last but not least, to everyone listening, make sure that you use your voice. No one else can take your voice. Only you, if you don't use it. And the world needs it now more than ever. Amen. Amen. We are are wishing you more blessings and more success with everything that you are doing right now and everything that you're going to be doing in the future. We're wishing you blessings on everything that you're doing. We love you so much, and we can't wait to have you back on here again. Thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate you, brother. Thank you for uplifting me and spotlighting me and all the listeners. I love you all, too. Shout out to my Nyazuri tribe. I can't wait to be back on. Stay safe, stay focused, and stay productive. It's my special guest, the one and only, Ana Nakana. We love you so much. It's the Vibe Show, 97.9. We out. I play undisputable. I love my blackness down in my cuticles. My woman not the usual. Black is beautiful. Black is beautiful. Black is the race.